Hello, magical humans. It's Robin and Shelby here with the Magical Mamas. And today we're going to have a discussion about the people that you surround yourself with. So don't underestimate the influence of the friends and family and the closest people to you that you surround yourself with and spend your time with. So you might have heard the saying that you're the sum or the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. And Robin and I in previous podcasts have talked a lot about, you know, the power of positive thought and how this can raise your vibration. We talk about finding magic. Well, one of the ways in order to find magic easier is to raise your vibration. And there's a lot of different ways to do this. Like, again, we just talked about lots of this power of thought, but one of the ways also to raise the vibration is to really get clear on how you feel about the people you're surrounding yourself with. So this is something that happens to us as we go on in life. Um, it may have already happened to you or, or it may happen to you in the future, but you kind of get to this point where you're like, hmm, I don't feel that good when I'm around certain people or noticing that you are, you know, making yourself a bit smaller in certain groups or you're feeling like you're, you know, taking on behaviors that aren't really yours. And this starts to happen in our life. Um, and it's really important to just start to notice that because that's that can be a huge thing. And you've probably heard the saying, oh, that, that person's rubbing off on you. And I think for myself, it was more noticeable like in those teen years or early adulthood um, that you start taking on and even saying the exact same things that your friends say or doing the things that they do. And so... It is similar in a positive light. So you can have people where you go home afterwards and you just feel drained and you feel like you're thinking about either either maybe things that you wish you had said or if it was in a group setting and someone was, you know, saying something you disagreed with or being rude to someone and you felt like, shoot, why didn't I stand up? Why didn't I say something? Like you can have those type of situations. So pay attention to your energy after you've been with someone. Do you feel like negative, drained, anxious, maybe angry or riled up? Or there's the positive side. Do you have those people in your life where after you hang out with them, you're like driving home in your car and you're just smiling by yourself because you had such a good time or you just feel so inspired or lit up or excited? So pay attention mm -hmm. to that. The people that light you up, that's where you want to spend more of your time with, right? Like if you're going to be taking on the energy of the people that you're surrounding yourself with, why not surround yourself with the people that make you feel good, make you feel good about yourself, make you feel good about the things you're doing that help motivate you, that inspire you, that are super supportive of the things that you're doing. And spend your time wisely. Like time is so precious. We only have so much of it. And I know for myself as a mom, like I don't get that much time to just go hang out with people. So when I do, I'm going to carefully choose who I'm spending my time with. Yeah. I think that's such an important piece to note is like, as we get older and wiser and our time is really precious, we, you know, I think I can speak for both of us, Robin. It's like, we are not, we don't have time to waste right now. We live pretty busy lives and we, it's just so important for the mission in our lives right now. It's very important for us to surround our people, or excuse me, surround ourselves with people who are like just bringing that light out in us. And so I think that's something that has really drawn you and I together um, is, and I'll just speak from my own experience. When I met you, 
there was, I, I didn't get this right off the bat from you, which I think is a really important piece to this puzzle too, because I think some things take time, but I didn't get this right off the bat. But as we kind of grew together and we spent more time together, I felt a safety in you where I felt like you were giving me these little pieces of what I was wanting to learn about. Like I was really interested in spirituality and spirit guides and energies and talking about this kind of stuff. And I didn't really have a group of friends at the time that was into talking about that kind of stuff. And so I remember just getting little glimpses of it from you and then just being like, oh, wow, that it's almost you know, gave me that permission to feel comfortable in talking about it. So it it's a really cool dynamic when you get to be around somebody that goes like, ah, I can talk about this kind of stuff with you. This is a safe place. And then pretty soon, both of you just start talking about it more and it becomes just part of who you are. And I think too, when you show up authentically and you start talking about the things that really light you up, regardless who you're talking to, and you just show up as you, it gives the other person permission to do the same. So something Mm -hmm. that I've noticed even in the last year or two is people that I have had relationships with for years, but maybe kind of didn't talk about certain things. As soon as I start talking about it, then they do as well. It almost is like when you are passing someone and you smile at them first and they smile back, like someone's just waiting for someone to take that first step forward. And something actually that this makes me think of that I heard recently is, and I'm sure you've experienced this before, when you go for a walk with someone, why are you walking at the same pace, right? So either the other person will adjust their pace to you or you will adjust your pace to them. Them, And it's the same thing with how you show up in relationships and what kind of energy you bring. So if you're talking about negative things and judgments, you're probably going to open it up for the person to share similar experiences. But if you want to change some of these relationships, maybe there are some of those experiences where you go home, you feel drained after it was just like negative the whole time, but you really still value that person. Maybe next time you're with them, try to focus on things that you enjoy, positive things, and see if it turns it around, right? Because you don't need to necessarily just cut everyone out. You can maybe lead by example of what you want to see more of in your life. But if that person doesn't either respect your boundaries, if you need to set boundaries with them, or they still are going back to same patterns that you don't resonate with, you could just choose not to spend your time there anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I like that. It's like you almost you know, I wanted to be given that chance at that point in my life, like years, I'm not that long ago, actually, when I was still kind of down in the dumps and I was negative and I was, you know, not living my true authentic self. I would have loved to been given the chance for somebody who I cared about to be like, Hey, let's talk about bigger and better things. Like we're, we don't need to be like gossiping about people or talking negatively about other people or being just negative all the time. Right? Like, I, you know, that chance for somebody to say like, Hey, let's, let's do something new. That would have been like awesome. And I think that that's, you could be that for somebody you can, you can, uh, pull up a chair, pull, you know, allow them to feel comfortable to pull up a chair in your space. Sorry. That's what, what I meant to say is like, be the leader. They're always, you can be that person that sparks that in somebody else's life. And I think when you really get true to who you authentically are, which takes 
some time to really understand who you really are. But when you, when you understand and you feel into your true authentic self and you show up at that, as that person all the time, it gets really obvious when people you're, when you're not aligned with people anymore, it becomes so, so obvious. Like when you are not only talking your talk, because it's one thing to talk the talk, okay? But it's a whole other thing to walk that walk. And when you are consistently walking that walk, it becomes super obvious when people are also, sorry, when people are not aligned with you anymore, you know? Like, does that make sense? How it just becomes, it's like, you can't help but see it. You're like, okay, this person is just not the person for me anymore. It just becomes so obvious. And I think too, is the more you become true to yourself, the more you can tell when something's out of alignment. Like maybe you would have hung out with these people in the past, felt yucky afterwards, felt drained afterwards and paid no attention to it, paid no attention to how you Mm -hmm. felt, just thought it was coincidence. But the more in tune you get with yourself and with your intuition and how you're feeling or how other people make you feel, then you start reflecting on that. And so just take a moment to reflect on how you feel after you spend time and like pay attention to those five people that you spend the most time with. How do you feel afterwards? And I agree. Absolutely. There's, there's places for you to be the leader, to be the one inspiring and uplifting other people, but you also need to have people in your inner circle that are inspiring you to be better, that you look up to, that have qualities that they embody, that you aspire to be like, to think, to dream bigger, to be greater, that cheer you on, motivate you. Like you need those people in your life. You can't always be the one providing that. And it kind of reminds me of a well-known Confucius quote that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And so don't just surround yourself by people that you feel like you're, I guess maybe even if you just feel like you're smarter than them or whatever, but pull up your own chair in a room where you're just starting to learn whatever they're Mm -hmm. talking about. Get outside your comfort zone. Like your growth and your change and your evolution is going to be where you're getting outside your comfort zone. So Mm -hmm. surround yourself with those people or find a mentor or an expander that Mm -hmm. helps you expand or change the way you think. That's what you want to focus on. So you definitely, there's a place for you to be inspiring for others, but also make sure that you're spending time with people that you want to be like, that have qualities that you want to start living. Yeah. Growth is super uncomfortable. That's one thing that I've learned is if it feels comfy, then guess what? You were already doing it and you're not growing. Like if this, if it's something that comes second nature to you, that's not growth. Growth is actually super uncomfortable, but it's about how can I be brave in these situations when I feel like crawling into my shell? How do I be brave in those situations? So I think of it as like, You know, a lot of people will say, oh, you've changed so much. And I wear that as a badge of honor. I'm like, yes, I have shed that snake skin and I am living every day. I am living truer and truer and truer to my authentic self. And when people point out that I've changed, I'm like, you're damn right I have. And it's (laughs) the most incredible feeling. And I will change every single day. I will not be the same person tomorrow because I am dedicated to growth. And guess what? Most of that time, it feels so uncomfortable feels so, so, so uncomfortable, but I am so dedicated. And it's one of those things that I've just, I I don't want to live without, I don't want to be comfortable anymore. Comfortable for me is boring. (laughs) What do you think about that? 
Yeah. And I, that makes me think about something. So we've talked about this a lot, but there's certain people that when we hang out with them, we go back to old patterns or maybe like old versions of ourselves. We know we're better than that, that we've learned and grown beyond that now, but why do we still fall back into those same old patterns? And then afterwards we're frustrated with ourselves because we're, we know that it's not in alignment with who we are but we still fall back into those same old patterns. And I think when you said be brave, that's the key because really falling back into those old patterns is just because we are letting fear rule our decisions. We have a fear maybe of moving on, a fear of upsetting someone. So reflecting on why we stay in those relationships, even if they don't make us feel the best is is a key component to that. Examine, like just examine it before you make any drastic changes. And if you decide not to spend time with someone because you never feel good afterwards when you spend time with them and that you've tried to lead by example and nothing's changing, you don't need to have a big dramatic, you know, sorry, I'm never going to see you again type conversation with them. It will just naturally fizzle out. People grow, people change. And this also makes me think of something that When I bring this up, people are always so surprised. But one of the best things in my life is I have a group of girlfriends I've been best friends with for over 30 years. Like people are blown away when I say that. Like we've been pretty much best friends since kindergarten. And how that works is that we've all grown and changed and evolved on our own paths at a similar time. So None of us are who we used to be. None of us are even who we were five years ago. But the reason why we still vibe and we still have these deep relationships and conversations with each other and feel deeply connected with each other is because we've all changed and grown and evolved. So it doesn't mean that you have to get rid of every old friend or old relationship that you have just because you've changed lots of people will grow and change with you. And so it's about mm-hmm. respecting each other's change and supporting that. You know, there's people in your life who are going to cheer you on and absolutely want the best for you. And then there's going to be people where you find yourself playing small. Maybe you're not going to tell them about all your successes because you don't want to make them feel a certain way. Or when you notice yourself kind of filtering what you say or not showing up, truly authentically to who you are, just have a look at those relationships and why, and is that still Mm -hmm. serving you or are you only in that relationship still or that friendship still to serve the other person? Yeah. I think that's a really great point of not having to have this huge exit party with people of be like, I'm not going to be your friend anymore, but it's like just really taking note of which relationships make you feel amazing, which ones don't like, it can be that simple. Um, I think there's part of that, that fear is if you get really deep with it, people, one of the main reasons why I found myself not being brave is that fear of losing love, right? Like that's our core human need is to be loved. And so when we, when we push ourselves outside of boxes where we fear that people may not love us anymore because of the version that we are becoming, that's scary. And if you get really clear on that, like it's pretty obvious that that's what starts to happen. Yeah, I I feel that. And I think that people just want to fit in. We want to feel Mm -hmm. like we're accepted, like we're loved. And when we're younger, like especially in those like influential years when you're a teenager, 
you want to fit in. So oftentimes you'll essentially be a chameleon to just fit in with whatever setting you're in rather than just showing up as your true authentic self. You're just trying to fit in. And so I think we kind of forget who we are or what we really believe in because we've spent so much time trying to fit in. And so then as we get older and we start exploring our mindset, our patterning, our beliefs, like that 95% subconscious brain or beliefs and thoughts that we think about every day, then we start noticing these things. So the more you start noticing these shifts or um, changes in relationships as you change, is a sign of growth. Is a sign that you're changing and growing. So yes, it's uncomfortable, but it can be a positive thing. And not every, you don't need to walk away from every relationship. Sometimes you just need to set some boundaries, but we're afraid to set those boundaries because we don't want to make people uncomfortable. And something Shelby and I have talked about is that we are willing to sit in discomfort ourselves or not speak up because we don't want to make someone else uncomfortable. But if it's for the sake of our kids, you bet it. We're going to say something. We're not going to let someone treat our kids a certain way. We're going to speak up and say something. And so mama bear comes out. Yeah, totally. The mama bear comes out. And so we can do that for ourselves. Yeah. It's interesting. We always like to, you know, magical mama this and bring it back a little bit is like, yeah, our children are our everything. And if we just started treating ourselves the same way, I think we'd hold a lot different standards for ourselves. You know, just something to ponder on that thought. I won't even go into much detail. It's like, let that just kind of sit there. It's like, what standards are you setting for your children that you're not setting for yourself? And, and the people that they're, you know, if they were hanging out with people who were like constantly gossiping or like bullying other people and they came home every day and they're like, mom, this person's doing this. What would you say to them? Would like, oh yeah, well just, it's fine. That's what you're used to. Just continue to stay with those people. No, you'd be like, Hey, there's a whole other world of people who are not doing that. Like go find those people. And I think that's what, one of the biggest points for, for today that I want to bring to you guys is. We, the Magical Mamas, we are here for the expansive thinkers. There is a whole world of people, who the naysayers, the negative mindsets, that really revs some people's engines and that's amazing for them. Great. Kudos to you. We are here for the expansive thinkers. We're here for the people who want to do life differently. We're here for the people who are like not okay with status quo anymore and want to better themselves. So that's where you're going to find us is this community, the sisterhood of, you know, people who are just lifting each other up. And I think that's really important is to find that, find that either person or people who just make you feel like you are on top of the world and you can do anything. Absolutely. And something you mentioned previously was setting a higher standard for yourself. So set that standard for yourself and Mm -hmm. hold those boundaries And don't be afraid, don't be ruled by fear if you need to speak up for yourself in those relationships. And sometimes if there are relationships where people truly value you, they will respond accordingly and they will be thankful that you brought it up, that they didn't, weren't aware that they were making you feel a certain way and be thankful for the opportunity to change that. And so sometimes it just takes someone to to take that first step or take the lead in those existing relationships. And then those new relationships you build, go find those expanders, go find those people Mm -hmm. that are doing what you want to do and surround yourself with them. And something that we've talked. 
be brave. And what we've talked about before is the law of attraction. So when you are around negativity, you will attract negativity. It's the same thing. So if you're around positive people, people that are uplifting, people that are inspiring to you, you're going to attract more of the same. And one thing I will mention, I mean, we've been talking mostly about in-person relationships, but a lot of us, depending on what type of work we do or whatever as well, spend a lot of time on social media. So it's no different on there. They're called Mm -hmm. influencers for a reason. Curate who you surround yourself with and what you're consuming. Whose messages are you consuming? Who are you watching? Who are you aspiring to be like? You know, cull through your social media and cut out any of the ones that don't make you feel good. I'm not saying cut out any ones that trigger you because you don't want to just surround yourself with everyone who thinks the same way or you're never going to grow or expand. But Mm -hmm. you don't need to consume negativity or people that you feel like are bringing you down or bringing your vibration down. You don't need to consume that. You get a choice either whether it's in person or on social media of what relationships you want and what you want to consume. Yeah. And when you say like, you know, get rid of some of the people on social media, I completely agree. This is a, this has been a huge thing for me. I remember I was really, really caught up, um, in the last, well, frig decade, but in the last like six months, I did a full, um, sort of look at my social media. And I was like, the people I have on there constantly, it was like, bikini contest models and like diet, diet, diet and exercise, exercise. Cause that's the world I was living in at that point of my life. And that does not serve me anymore. So it's okay. It's like shedding that snake skin. Okay. That's not the person that is who I want to be anymore. And that's not the stuff I want to focus on. So you have to do almost like a full 360 of everything in your world. The people you hang out with, the things you're consuming, the social media, like it's okay to go. I went on and I deleted everything that was not serving me. And I started following people who had that same like uplifting message or things I wanted to learn about. Like it's, it's really important to do that and take that time um, to interrupt that pattern that, you know, or else you'll just continue on living the same life and wonder why you feel like crap all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause you wake up, you scroll and you're like, Oh crap. <laughs> when we were talking about the subconscious before too, we were talking about if you have the same thoughts and do the same things, hang out with the same people, do everything exactly the same. You're going to continue to get the same results. You've always received. And so if you want to change, you're going to have to change what you're doing or change the people that you're spending your time with or change your mindset. So you're going to have to make those changes in your life and it can be uncomfortable. But if you always do everything the same, you're going to get the same results. But if you want to make changes in your life, just make those small changes. So you can do those things on your own that we've mentioned, like positive mindset and you know, lucky girl syndrome, but also now just take, just first thing is to pay attention to how you feel after you hang out with someone. That's the first step. Cause lots of times we've been in these relationships for so long that we're not even conscious of how they make us feel. So just take note of how you feel. And especially if you feel yucky. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I have some tangible things to leave you with for you guys. Um, so that you can kind of start on this journey. But so on top of everything that we've just said, after you have realized that you are ready to make some changes, get 
get a kind of like spend some time and thought and get clear on your non-negotiables. Like what are those things in your life that are non-negotiables for you? Write them down, put them up somewhere that you can see and really start cultivating that authentic self. Cause I think a lot of people don't even realize who, like, who am I? Who is my, what do I believe in? What do I stand for? What things do light me up and what things don't like? I think if you're not in that personal development space all the time, it's really tricky to even realize like what things you do believe in. So just take some time. Who like, who is that authentic self? Because how am I even going to show up as that authentic self in all of those rooms if I don't actually know who that is? So that's the first step. Get clear on your non-negotiables. Create your authentic self or not create, but like embody that authentic self. Get clear on who you really are and who you want to be and then be brave. That's honestly, it's one of the biggest steps. Get uncomfortable, be brave, put yourself in rooms that are bigger than you, put yourself in conversations that are very expanding and make your brain like feel like mush. Cause you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't even, you know, let my brain go there. It's like, get in those conversations, get in those rooms, pull your chair up in some of those big spaces. Like just be brave. You can do this. So if you really enjoyed this conversation and contemplating these types of topics, we're working on something really exciting that we're, we're putting together and we'll be launching soon. So stay tuned mm-hmm. for more details. And we're so excited yeah. to have you along for this journey with us. Yeah. Thank you guys for being with us. And we look forward to more to come. Have a great week. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend. We'd be so grateful and appreciative if you could subscribe, rate, or leave a review so others can find us too. We believe magic exists wherever you're willing to look for it. To us, that means you can find something to be grateful for every day. Two things you can start doing right now is ask yourself, where did you find magic today? And how can you spread magic with somebody else? Thank you for listening. We are so excited to have you on this journey with us. <laughs>